The world isn't wide enough. Get immersed in the expansive views of the 48-inch customizable panoramic display in the all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid. Explore more at Lincoln.com. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Welcome to Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League Podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. This is the podcast where we follow the ups and downs of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. It's game week two. Hands up. Who's already tired and emotional? Yeah, I'm a bit. (laughs) We're going to have to address this in a bit, but uh, (laughs) not had a very good week. But joining us a little later to talk through their fantasy football team is this week's special guest, Fulham fan and Saturday Murder Club manager Richard Osman. And we'll also be joined by last week's guest, Alex Brooker, to see how he got on in game week one and talking of game week one spoiler alert they all did better than you did god yeah. i had a terrible week yeah really bad so we we put our teams out on friday night those of you who are following the uh, twitter feed at comedians fpl will have had a sneak peek of matt and i's team that's always a very exciting moment obviously it's all slightly cloak and dagger until that point listener feedback was instantaneous these are two of the worst teams i've ever seen uh, Jesus wept simply from uh, one uh, podcast listener. Dean Samways called it early. He said, Matt, that forfeit has your name written all over it. Keel Smith, wow, Matt, that's dreadful. So what would you say? You, and, 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 you know, let's let's caveat this now. I didn't have a good week at all. So I'm below mm. average points. But you had a shocker. Where did it go wrong? You know what? And I, I cannot believe this. We had this whole conversation with Alex Brooker where he said if the one thing he could change in the game was basically an O flip, it's, he forgot that there's a game on Friday. I sat here, had that conversation <laughs> with him. I then actually listened to the podcast back. And then when you were texting me on Friday night, realised I'd missed the deadline and I still had Kane up front. I then thought, I'm going to see what I can do about this. Changed my team up and was like, oh my God, it's letting me change it. So then I was like, well, whatever's going on here, maybe there's like a bug on my app, but it's letting me basically go through a back door, get Kane out. This is sensational. Maybe it knows I'm famous. Anyway, it turned out I just moved it for game week two, so it was like pointless. <laughs> it was just like, just the whole thing. I was just like, well, that's just ruined it now. This is game, you know, game week one, and it, 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 it's over for me. I felt so sad. So you finished on 44 points, 20 of those obviously coming from Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. Uh, captained Harry Kane up front. I mean, there was a rumour he was at the stadium. He certainly wasn't on the pitch. You had uh, alongside him up front, Rodrigo, who yeah. played in uh, Leeds. You know, I can't remember the Leeds results. It's not something we need to dwell on. But um, <laughs> he got uh, yanked off, if I can use that phrase, at half time. 
Um, Suchek did well for you at West Ham, but beyond that, no, nobody scoring you more than two points. And, and I have to say this, in fairness to you, Matt, you didn't leave any points on the bench either. So there's there's literally nothing you could have done about it. Any change you'd made with your squad would have made no difference because your bench was awful as well. Watkins, Robertson, Mankio, all zero points. Oh, actually, that makes me feel better. Good. If I know there's literally nothing I could have done about it, then it's just like <laughs> moaning about flooding. You're just like, well, this is out of my hands. This is with the gods now. I mean, I don't know if you listen to my other podcast, John Richardson and the Future Notes, and if you don't, you should. But let's have a deep conversation about the idea that there's nothing you can do about flooding. I mean, my God, man, let's let's talk about uh, flood attenuation. Let's talk about uh, leaky dams upstream. Let's talk about why the rain is falling anyway and what we can do about that. Wind it in, Corbin. This is a football podcast. <laughs> bring you eco views here, which, by the way, I do agree with. I meant as an individual. And yes, if we all make small changes, la di da di da. You finished, uh, as we've said, on forty-four points. That puts you fourth bottom of our league. Yeah. Um, you, you just nudged out Ivo Graham, uh, and you're tied with your good friend Paul McCaffrey. Well, let's I'm talk 16th, about you then, which I'm exactly. not pleased about. Exactly. And you know, I've learned a valuable lesson. I uh, picked all the Leeds United front three, Rafinha, Harrison and Bamford. That proved to be an error. I don't know what I was doing. To have just a humiliating result anyway, I hated that game, hated every second of it. Mm -hmm. And to know that not only are you being humiliated on Sky at the first game of the season, everybody else's teams are benefiting from it. Everybody had Fernandes in their team. So you're sliding down the league at the yeah. same time as you are suffering deep, deep depression. I don't know what I was doing having Maguire and Sh- I-, I can only blame Euros fever. I really enjoyed the Euros. In-, in the summer, when I was thinking about my team, I thought I wanted them in. They're on the bench. They're not playing. I'm not having them. So the next two substitutions, I will be getting the United players out of my team. I can't have it. And I know now I'm hampered for the rest of the season because I cannot have, I can't have Fernandes in my team, can't have Pogba, can't have Cavani, can't have Greenwood. Can't have any of them. I'm not having it. So Man United, let's be honest, will finish certainly top six, probably top two or three. I will not have any of them in my team. And that is, that's an advantage to you because you don't have that to put up with because your team, Nottingham Forest, currently in the relegation zone of the championship after two games uh, below Derby County, your fiercest rivals. And let's be honest, a team in trouble themselves, but still doing better than Forest. You don't have a, a big rival in the Premier League at the moment. So, you know, over the season, you've got that to look forward to. John, you've just argued with yourself for five minutes. <laughs> I just sat here just listening to you whine on back and forth with you. I mean, I can imagine you saying this over the dinner table on Saturday night to poor Lucy. I mean, I got your rose fever. Oh, Lucy, Forest, they're not even in the Premier League of Derby. They're rivals. <laughs> oh, just an awful week one. And and I had, you know, I was watching. I mean, by the end of that, that first game, you look at who's doing best in the league. And people were on about 100 points, you know, by the end of that Saturday game through the first two games. And I, I had about four. And I thought, I'm really struggling here. You know, I'm not going to keep up with any of these guys. I started reading forums and looking at what I could have done differently. And I read a guy who's planned out his substitutions up to week six based on he's looked all the fixtures ahead, six weeks ahead. I didn't do any of that. And then I thought, you know what? My race isn't with these people. I'm glad they've got FPL to be good at and I hope they enjoy it. My race is really with Matt Ford and I cannot possibly finish below him because his team, and I say this as a friend, it's horrifically bad. Just hold on. 
Just hold on. Let's just talk through what you had in your side. So Son got you 10. Calvert-Lewin got you 14. Firmino got you 7. You got 7 off Cresswell and 6 off Alexander-Arnold. So actually not a bad scoring side. Yes, you did better than me. But let's just talk, John, in detail about <laughs> Manchester United 5, oh. Leeds 1. I guess what I'm trying to do for our listeners, but mainly for my satisfaction, mm. is is get a picture of you when Luke Hayling scores. I imagine you celebrated. Did, did you leap in the air? Did you say anything? Okay, here it is. Here's what happened. Okay. I was in Hull holding a three-week-old baby. Okay. Um, I had to drive my wife to Hull to meet a baby. That mm-hmm. sounds more sinister than it's meant to. Her cousin has given birth. Saturday morning was the only time we could go. I didn't see Luke Ayling's goal, and I didn't see the following four. I saw United wow. go 1-0 ahead. I was watching in the garden on my phone. Uh, there were a lot of children around. There were oh. three dogs. There were Lucy's uh, 85-year-old granddad was there. I swore at a volume that I am not proud of. I put my phone away. I checked again at 2-1. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going well. And then oh. I checked again at the end on the drive home. 5-1. Mm. Oh, there must have been a part of you that thought maybe it's maybe we pulled it back to two all, or we might have even got a late winner. I knew, I knew. I don't want to be that guy because you're a supporter, your job's to support your team. But I went to a game pre-season uh, where we conceded a lot of goals very easily, and I had a feeling that we were going to suffer heavily. It's not, it's not our game. Same as same as me and the guys who were, you know, going through their FPL teams, spending hours on it every day. That's not my fight. Old Trafford is not our fight. It starts this weekend at Everton, which again leads me as a problem because my two strikers are Patrick Bamford and Calvert-Lewin. So got to, realistically, my heart as a Leeds fan means I have to put Calvert-Lewin, my captain this week, on the bench because otherwise I'm accepting that he might score at Ellen Road. So I've got a problem this week already. Well, you pick the guy that's most likely to score, don't you? And given how you played at the weekend, I would say keep Calvert-Lewin. I would captain him if I were you. Guaranteed <laughs> windfall. Cannot be done. So let's get to the forfeit for the man that, if if we've forgotten, lost uh, yep. this week. That's Matt mm-hmm. Ford. Uh, Faulty Basil. Uh, he suggests John gets to send two texts from Matt's phone to whoever he wants. No, I like that. But it's it's not. You know, let's be honest. COVID times, we are socially distanced to the tune of about three hundred miles. It's gone yep. on file. Uh, Alex Marshall. Matt has to do a podcast in a Derby shirt. What? You do a podcast in a Derbyshire. I like that, but podcast no. isn't enough. In in the house isn't enough. So I think what we're nudging at here is a forfeit for the season between me and you. One of us has to go full kit for the team we hate the most at some sort of public event. I'm deeply scared of that suggestion. Uh, Connor suggests that you have to do the podcast or a portion of it in the accent of the week's best scoring FPL player, which is Bruno Fernandes. So you, you would have to do the Podcast in a sort of cod Portuguese. Hola, Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, is and, that Portuguese? Uh, for legal reasons, I think we'll, we'll put that one on the back burner. Um, you will have all seen in the news this week. Here's my suggestion, and when I say suggestion, here's what I want you to do. Hang on, the news has been pretty bleak this week. So tread carefully. It's it's week one. Yeah, Where are you I want you me? to fly. Um, I want you. We've seen the news that Neil Warnock wears a little bum bag and he carries it round with him. And then the news developed further that in the little bum bag that Neil Warnock has are signed pictures of Neil Neil Warnock 
in Neil Warnock's Little Bumbag. And then the story got even riper when it turned out that on those pictures, Neil Warnock signs, be lucky, Neil Warnock. For me, it's a perfect football story. I want you to be filmed uh, wearing a bum bag and handing a signed photo of yourself to a stranger that says, says, be lucky, Matt Ford. That's what I want you to do. I'll get my head caved in. And also in COVID times, you can't just approach people in the street rummaging in your pants and then handing them a picture (laughs) of yourself. (laughs) It might be someone. It might be someone uh, on your way into your radio show on Saturday. You might want to just hand one to the receptionist, um, just as you go through reception there. Just to, you know, maybe get Matt Dyson to film you, and just hand a little sign photo that says "Be lucky, Matt Ford" to someone on reception. That's what I'd like you to do. Well, okay, I shall do it. I shall do it because I accept forfeits, and the show has to have rules. Um, Good I man. did um, this week, by the way. Thank you all, and keep tweeting them to at Comedians FPL, the bench boost thing, which has already taken the internet <laughs> by storm. So many of them are good. One, a Forrest Gump with me mocked up on a bench of boosts with Forrest stickers over it. It's fantastic. I actually added to my Tesco shop this week a packet of boosts, and I thought I'm going to have great fun placing these around. Um, so it arrived on Saturday morning, and then I basically got wasted on Saturday and ate them all. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to Laura, oh, I'm going to put these boosts around. And she was like, they've gone. How many boosts? Four. In my defence, boosts now in these multi-packs are tiny. I don't think I've ever finished a boost. It's such a hard job to finish a single boost. Just the jaw workout alone. Yeah, but I'm a bigger lad, aren't I? You ate them in a day. Yeah. Well, in one sitting, actually. I got really drunk on Saturday night. Uh, You know what? This is true. I had them on a cheese board. Oh, my God. You've got gout, man. I had cheese. You've got gout. I know. What are you doing? I'm starting to understand why. (laughs) I had the cheese. I had the wine. I was like, I just fancied something sweet. I I just fancy four boosts. For a man with gout to drink... So much red wine that he's drunk, then a cheese board and round that off with four boosts. I mean, I I feel like I should stage an intervention. I feel like I have to cancel the bench boost feature in case you order another packet of boosts. My hazy memory of it is basically I barely chewed it. It was like a whale eating plankton. I just basically just opened <laughs> my mouth and moved towards them and they ended up in my belly. So my personal bench boost, I'm going to have to add more boosts to my weekly shop. and I'm going to have to post mine next week. Thank you also to the listener who sent us a picture of the footballer David Boost on the bench. Genius. Um, which was a nice interpretation. And, and you know, calligraphically in terms of its impact on that listener's health, probably a lot healthier than ordering four boosts and eating them all while drunk on a Saturday night. What did you have to celebrate on Saturday night? Forrest lost as well. Well, I was just enjoying life, mate. You know, people don't just drink when they've got something to celebrate. They just enjoy the weekend. I'll tell you who should be celebrating. Who? And it's Russell Howard, who oh, man, is he did so currently well. top of the league, 102 points. He's a centurion already after game week one. Uh, it's, the, it's the combination. You look at the top of our league, you see people who've got Salah and Fernandes and people who haven't. That's largely it. You captain one of them, you're doing okay. Ian Sterling, the same, second place. Reese James currently in third place. Uh, assisted, somewhat controversially, Russell, by uh, Antonio Frum, who got an assist for missing a penalty. And I'm not I'm not having that. Well, 
I'm sorry, mate. There is no appeals process in FPL. Really? You not having it does not affect that outcome. All right, I'll have it then. <laughs> Aaron Cresswell scored a goal. I have him in my FPL team. I had a real moment of thinking, I'm a genius. And then I watched the interview with him afterwards where they point out that he hasn't scored for the last two years. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to lie. I did not know that. So he will also be being <laughs> substituted at some point in the next few weeks. I thought he was a good shout for a, a defender who might score a few goals. But it turns out, I think I've had my goal off Aaron Cresswell and I will be taking him out of the team forthwith. You know what I say about my team as well is, once Kane's playing and once Andy Robertson's playing, this whole thing changes and I'm going to be the coming man. I'm going to be the dark horse. Also, the people around me, Rob Beckett's only a point above. Romish is only two points above. Jason Manford's only four points above. You're only eight points above. I mean, that could, that oh, yeah, could catchable in a game. No question. Who is the Matt Ford of the, the actual Premier League? I mean, obviously Leeds lost heavily. Would you say Manchester City, all that money spent and lost their first game? Their lineup cost £550 million, pounds, £350 million on the bench, and they've lost. Based on that one game, what a waste of money. Yes. You know, we've all bought something, haven't we? We've all bought something and you think, oh God, you know, uh, uh, is it worth it? You know, uh, a TV, a trainer, um, you know, a four pack of boosts and wondered whether you're getting your money's worth. I, I mean, they must feel so, they must feel so silly. I was just sat there thinking, we've, we've, we've only wasted this money. Maybe we should have bought someone else. Would you be more embarrassed as Pep Guardiola having spent a hundred million on Jack Grealish? Jack who? Sorry, is that the fourth pronunciation? What did I say that time? Grealish. Grealish. I've said Grealish before. Like he's relish. Yeah. Get me a. You Jack say his burger. name like he's something you spread on cheese that Northern people put on <laughs> bread and cheese. Oh, all right, Linda, give us a bit of that Grealish. What? Oh, uh, <laughs> I love it with a bit of fish. While you're, while you mock me. Tell the listeners, when you say cheese board, our listeners will be imagining, you know, a few crackers splayed about, a bit of Jack Relish, uh, so maybe some grapes. What do you mean when you say you had a cheese board? Okay. The context here, ladies and gentlemen, mm. listeners, is that after the Euro 2020 final, John and I went back to the flat we were staying in near Wembley Stadium. I made a cheese board that was literally cheese on a board. There were no grapes, crackers, preserves, whatever. It was just lumps of cheese. Now, that is fine by me. I like to put the cheese in my mouth and then add red wine while it's still in my mouth and kind of swirl it together. You know how people put wasabi into soy sauce? i got to do that in my mouth with cheese and wine, and it, it makes this lovely kind of thick paste, and I just swallow it in a big ball, and I've got oh. gout. So, I know... You know, after you bullied me about it and you're like, hey, you don't even use crackers or nothing. You basically kind of cheese shamed me. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, am I the only guy in the world? So anyway, actually this Saturday when I made that cheese board, I had grapes on there and I had Tesco finest, various crackers. So it, it, it was, and, and of course, boosts. <laughs> you know, you're mocking me. I can't win. On the one hand, you're like, oh, you're just having cheese. Now I've become far more versatile. I'm now the innovator. You're the one who's left behind. Listen, where are the boosts on your cheese? Gout, gout aside, I'm a friend who cares yeah. about your health. Gout aside, I mean, I have to tell you as well. Um, on Sunday night, so oh, that was Saturday. God, no. Sunday had a Sunday roast in the pub. What was that? Four drinks. chickens on a plate with no veg. <laughs> Boggis. Four, 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 <laughs> four chickens and a toffee crisp. And um, 
I um well we went out for dinner with friends of ours. We had a lovely Sunday. It's not like Farage. Had a lovely Sunday dinner. Had you know a bit of wine, a bit of beer, a bit of cider, and then basically bit of woke up in the morning, got on with my life, mm-hmm. and then um I was sort of going over it. I was like, I remember eating the Sunday roast, and then I remember being in the pub after, and then I remember waking up. Turns out I got in and had a spag bowl. I was like, what? I had a beef dinner, then came in and had a spag bowl. And I had like a tiramisu. I was like, I went out for dinner, came back and had another dinner that I ordered in. I was like, no wonder my foot almost popped. Oh, goodness. My diet's mad. If you are Matthew Ford, Scout Doctor, and you are listening in, then the time has come to intervene. I mean, I think um, as well, part of you thinks, you know, if I forgot I had that dinner, I mean, not to get all philosophical, you know, for tree falls in the woods and all that, but if you have a spag bowl drunk and you forget it, did you actually eat it? Yes. Well, yes, and I, I spilt a lot of stuff on the carpet. In fact, you know, I went into um, like a, a job today and I realised, mate, this is so bad. I got red wine all down my jeans, right? And it basically looks like I've been stabbed. <laughs> I was like, what do I say? Do you know what they'll say? You'll have left that meeting and they'll have said, yeah, but you heard he captained Harry Kane this week, don't you? And I've said, my God. <laughs> poor sod. Uh, let's catch up with a man who had a better week. I don't know. I think he had a better week score-wise. He certainly didn't have a better week in terms of the fortunes of his own team. But fingers crossed he's not currently on two meals an evening and wearing more than he's consumed in alcohol. Let's welcome uh, last week's guest to find out how he got on. It's Mr. Alex Brocker. Alex, welcome back. Hello, mate. How do you think you got on last week? Uh, slightly above average. Pretty crap. I'm a little bit disappointed. But do you remember last week we said, ah, uh, like, do you, do you think it's a hindrance sometimes being an Arsenal fan? Do you let like that get in the way? And um, yeah. yeah, I did. Because what did I, I knew we'd be crap about <laughs> Brentford. I knew, <laughs> I knew we'd be shit. I knew we wouldn't keep a clean sheet. Oh, mate. I knew we'd like Saka wouldn't do anything. I left. I left him in. I put Tierney in at the last minute instead of Ben White um, because I just felt like I owed it to Tierney uh, to put yeah. him in. Um, and yeah, look, it didn't pay off at all, did it? Um, we created Soddle. Uh, we looked like conceding every time they went forward. And quite frankly, I hate Arsenal. I think the club's rotten from the top to the bottom. <laughs> oh, and they've, come on. And they've, I mean, and they've ruined my dream team already and we're only a week in. I did expect you to get off to a better start because you've been playing for 15 or 16 years. You really know your stuff. Yeah. So I was kind of, I, I was slightly surprised. Fernandez and Salah did very well for you. Salah's your captain. He got you 34 points. So there was still some big scoring individuals in there. But it was, I guess it's the Arsenal players. In a way, it, your emotion got the better of you. 100% it's the Arsenal players. But other than that, do you know what? Looking at it, I know there were some people who had really amazing, amazing weeks in there. Uh, but it's you know I'm not I'm not too I would have liked to have been higher up certainly I would have liked to have been above Josh Widdicombe but um, yeah I'm not I'm not too concerned uh, at, at this stage I think Brentford are all right I think uh, I can't believe I'm saying this but I thought Arsenal made them look very good. <laughs> Really <laughs> <laughs> promoted side. I generally don't think Brentford will have an easier game than Arsenal all season. I spoke to a Brentford fan this week who said exactly the same to me. He said the yeah. bigger challenge will come next week. How did, 
How did you both get on? I don't think we need to dwell on that. No, I, I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think really that's something we really it? need to. To no, I think it's really, not the point of the show. It's not the point. There you go. Uh, my favourite moment on Friday. It was pretty bleak. But my favourite moment on Friday was I was watching it with um, my my stepdad Keith, and uh, I went. I love Keith. Yeah, <laughs> you know Keith. Was Legend. It. Yeah. Legend. Absolute buffoon, but a lovely bloke. Um, <laughs> we were watching it together, and I went on this massive rant. I didn't know that my mum was walking in. I went on this massive rant that started like saying how rotten the club is, how much they're pricks, and genuinely, my mum properly like somberly said to me. She walked in. She went. And I tell you what, you used to really love them when you were little, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. It was like, they've let my boy down. Yeah. Oh, it's such a shame because you didn't half love them when you were little, didn't you? There's something oh, that's very sweet. Like, you know what I mean? So, it was Ian Wright up front, not Florin Balogun. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for Arsenal, it was absolutely everything that I knew it would be and a little bit worse. So, yeah, I think they've got big problems. I don't think Arteta gets through till Christmas. So, so who would replace him? Um, I don't know. Conte, he's available, isn't he? He's just won the league at Inter and then left them because they didn't give him any money. So, I'm sure he's going to love to go to Arsenal and not get any money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's got to be... Look, the, the problem... There's, there's problems with clear problems within them. I mean, like, they're so weird them saying about Aubameyang and Lacazette. Like, they said, oh, they were ill. And he's like, can you tell us any more than that? And he's like, well, it'll all be revealed eventually. It's like, well, have they got COVID? Whoa. Why are you being so, like, if they're ill, if they've got COVID, you might as well just say, and then they've got to isolate for 10 days. It was a really you know what my theory is? What's that? When point? they say that, my theory is whenever they say that, oh, we'll let you know, I'll tell you two words, steaming trots. They will be squirting <laughs> up the walls and it's just too embarrassing. You can't go. He's basically got the squits. You have to go, oh, there could be an intestinal issue or his stomach. You're like, yeah, we know what it is, mate. I had a couple of days off at primary school um, and I'd actually, I just, I didn't want to go to school and my mum let me, but she wrote my note out saying that I'd had a very bad diarrhea and the, <laughs> the teacher I handed my note in in the line to go in and the teacher was so impressed with my mum's handwriting. He wanted to show it to the class as an example of how to write a good formal note. And he literally walked from the front of the class to the back, showing the man note that said that I'd had very bad diarrhea for the last two days. And I'd say I was diarrhea man for at least a month. Oh, you know, it's so odd that we've got this in common because when I was at primary school, we were doing a PE lesson and I, I needed the toilet, but I was too nervous to ask. <laughs> I went on the monkey bars. <laughs> and he basically just like cracked everywhere. Like it just rained crap. It was just like wet. It was just like... People were just like, oh my God, what's happening? I was like, ah! Like, obviously, I didn't want to let go of the monkey bars because I was going to land in it. It was just like, they're just like dangling. Oh my God, it was incredible. The idea that you think that's the same as what happened to me, that you start that story with, I mean, it's so mad we've got this in common because you didn't have diarrhea and I shat all over my classmates. It's well, just... They cleared the area, they like legged it. Like it was like, it was like carry. It was just like... <laughs> <laughs> even even hearing you tell that bleak story still made me think back to when I was a kid and I just thought, God, I wish I would have been able to do the monkey bars. I really missed that. 
what, if I'd have been the price I'd have to pay to ship myself on it, just to go all the way across, it would have been a price worth paying. <laughs> oh, so embarrassing. Like the teacher was just saying, why didn't you say anything? I was like, I don't know. And then she like cleaned me up and they only had like girls' knickers in the lost property. I was just like, oh, this is this. No, oh, they didn't. No, they didn't. That was a conversation they had. Should we give Ford these uh, nice forest boxes? No, no, no. He knows what he did. (laughs) Give him the old knickers. (laughs) Speaking of defecating all over your teammates, uh, you have, uh, in a a point sense, defecated all over us this week, Brooker. For all the negativity last week and for all you suffered at the hands of putting the the Arsenal players in, you've, you've thrashed us both. So I'm pleased to reveal... You will receive your prize. Ooh. You will receive a certificate in a Tesco bag. Yes, will make its way to you this week. Thank you very um, much. With our great congratulations. And if if you're around, obviously we'd love to catch up with you at a point later in the season. Yeah, please, please do. Um, I, yeah, I still think I'll be all right. I think this team's got, I think it's got a bit about it. I think it will be all right. No, no big changes needed from me this week. You know what I like that 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 reassures me because I think you know what I I was been in a bit of a tailspin after the weekend and panicking about what to do, but hearing you just take that time, I think I'm going to do the same. I'm just going to not panic for now. <laughs> yeah, sorry, cool. you you should change things, right? What 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 what? what you what? can't. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's he's mid table on 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 seventy four points. You're you're near at the bottom with you know just over half that. We'll see. Once I get Harry Kane in, that'll be the difference. Yes, well, there's a lot of people who feel the same. Um, oh, and you, you can only congratulate him, those people. You know what? If, if there was uh, bars here now, I'd climb up on them, <laughs> drop one on your head. It was a mistake. <laughs> was you watched Captain Nevison. Mate, wait. How many times? It was a mistake. Uh, also, who the hell is Brownhill? I don't even know who that is. I had about three quid left. That was like... That's He's like four and a half million. Yeah, Thank you, Alex. Right, See you See soon, mate. See you soon. Take care, mate. Bye. Cheers. Delighted to be joined by Pointless Host, House of Games Host, and author of one of the best-selling books, I think, of all time, only beaten by, I think, the Bible and the Koran. It is Richard Osman. Richard, welcome to Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League. Hello, Matt. How are you? you we've just overtaken the Bible, I'm fair to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pretty good as well on, on much fewer murders, you know. No, right? The Bible's got a load of them. There's only, there's only three or four in mine. The thing is, say what you like about God, he never saw the audiobook format coming, and you've really spanked him in that market. <laughs> Fantasy Premier League feature in the sequel. It doesn't. It should do actually, shouldn't it? But I, I think, unfortunately, with Fantasy League, like most people, if I started writing a scene about Fantasy League, the rest of the book would be about it. Yeah. Keep going back, and like you know, someone someone would like start their Fantasy League team and be murdered, and someone would take it over and go, "Oh God, they got murdered just before they realised that Billy Gilmore had been transferred to Norwich." Uh, <laughs> I could see Ron having an FPL team, but having to get either his son or Ibrahim to do it for him. The trouble is that Ron wouldn't do it so he wouldn't be allowed to use 11 West Ham players. <laughs> uh, your team is the Saturday Murder Club. 
Yeah. Um, and and at the end of game week one, you've got to be pleased. You're ninth in the table. You did well last week, just mm. just shy of eighty points. Listen, are we ever happy? Um, oh, big, big. Gutted that uh, Watkins didn't play at all, and I was gonna I was gonna have Antonio, but I didn't. I thought Watkins um, was a good bet. Didn't play. Gutted that Habits only came off the bench. Habits is my big uh, differential this year. You know, I think. Listen, I've got Salah and Fernandez. As any right thinking person has it, I think both of you don't, right? I've got um, Fernandez. You got Fernandez. I can't. I, as a Leeds fan, I can't. I can't be celebrating United goals. I can't. And I, I, I won't have him all season. It doesn't matter if he scores a hat trick every game. I will tell you now, I will not put Fernandez in my field. Really? I was going to ask you, Richard. You're someone who effectively adjudicates on how clever people are on points sure. on House of Games. You're someone who's used to assessing intelligence based on what you've heard from John Richardson. There, yeah. can you confirm that actually he's thick? Thickness. I would never call anyone thick. We, you know, it's all differently abled. What I will say is, gets in his own way. <laughs> what, I remember when we did Comet Relief Darts? Uh, no, and, forgotten all about it. And uh, you know, they drank a lot, and and they would say, Martin Wolfie Adams would say, the reason you've got to drink is you've got to stop your brain talking to your hand. Yeah. Right. That was the thing you had to stop it. And John, I think, has to stop his brain talking to his personality. You know. <laughs> So you're um, you have a history with FPL. Let's say you've in the past you've you've played uh, fast and loose. You've you've had a team with the shortest names in the league. You've once picked a team with only players with the A vowel in their name. This looks to me like a man who's played a lot of FPL, and this year is just saying, "I'm having it." Well, I had I had a, cu- I had a couple of very strong years, and then last year it was very bad for me in the, in, in the same way that, that you know Fulham had a very bad season as well. I, I slightly lost my mojo. I think over two years, I sort of thought maybe I can play this. Uh, and so last year, I slightly gave up. And this year, I think I have to, I, I, I need to treat the game with some respect, you know? And I'm up against some good players. I'm up against mainly stand up comedians who literally have absolutely nothing to do all day. <laughs> I'm taking it seriously until I'm like 90 points behind Russell Howard, at which point I will, I will throw my toys over the pram. Do you have any golden rules, having played it, being a seasoned pro, having tasted the highs and the lows that FPL can bring to your life? Well, of course they are. Last season's top scorers will probably be this season's top scorers. Great tip. You know, there's no point saying, do you know what, I'm going to do it without Santa Fernandez, Kane, Aguero, and and times gone by, I'm going to do it without them. There's absolutely no point whatsoever. Uh, And so, you know, you have to embrace that. You have to spend very little on your defence. Creswell, I think, is my most expensive defender. Um, it's a very yeah. good tip for Matt Ford there, who captained Harry Kane this week, and perhaps Sergio Aguero is worth looking at as a replacement, Matt. Whoa, Harry. It was a mistake. I forgot to change it. That's all that happened. It's an admin error. It was a disgruntled civil servant. There's nothing to see here. Get <laughs> over it. Left his fantasy league team on the train. <laughs> the hour before deadline on Friday night, what were you doing? I think I made a tofu salad. No, you Spicy didn't. tofu salad. Yeah, I did. And uh, and I, I, as a result, forgot to deal with this whole cane business that had been sort of hanging over me. So this tofu salad I make, by the way, it's, it's a great recipe. I made it myself, is to just get a salad bowl, chop in a couple of tomatoes, a pepper, some red onion, some garlic. Then, you know those um, microwavable rices that are like spicy? Tilda, peri-peri. They're like a quid. Microwave that, add that, and it's like a spicy rice salad. Silder and Perry Perry are my left backs. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Richard, we offer our guests the chance to uh, tweak the game or maybe throw in an extra chip. Alex Brooker last week suggested um, a chip for if you've forgotten there's a Friday night game. You could still change your team on a Saturday morning. But if you could tweak the game, uh, is there anything you'd do to it? Well, that's a good question. Well, I mean, listen, you know when it says 75% chance of playing, then that person is playing. And if you've got that person in your team, I think that you should be allowed to replace them. Uh, absolutely free of charge. I want through the season, uh, if, if say half the time a 75% is not playing, uh, I want a free chip uh, to play on other players. So it's statistical, nothing more, nothing less. Who are the, by the way, the powers that be that determine these percentages? Why is it always 75%? It's never 74 or 73. How accurate are these boffins? Where are they getting their data? Firstly, they are not boffins. Secondly, they are inaccurate, it's my opinion. Thirdly, they cause enormous emotional distress. Yes. And fourthly, well, John, fourthly. I think, you know, these guys are doing the best they can. And I think we have to accept, you know, some of the limitations of the format. You can't on the one hand say if you're doing a podcast, you've got to back the format up and not shoot your mouth off about not picking certain players and then expect me to slag off these secret behind the scenes, whoever they are, the FPL Illuminati. I'm yeah. not going to go and say that they're not doing their jobs properly. I don't want to have a 75% chance of touring next year. I don't know what they can do to me. Absolutely guarantee one of them's called Rob. And Rob will be sitting there going, Ollie Watkins. It's, Ollie Watkins, knock. He's got a knock. Um, 75% chance of playing. Everyone, everyone, 75%? Yeah, yeah. Muggins here, sitting at home thinking, great, Watkins is playing. I won't swap him out for Antonio. Hold well on, Rob. Just cost me 13 points. <laughs> I think it's a, a genuinely think it's a disgrace. Try and find it. Can you find out during this podcast across the season who comes up with those seventy-five percent chance of playing yeah. and ask them what on earth they're going on? If you know, if you know, email us hello at cpfpl.com if you have any intel. And John, you hit upon a point there. These people are unaccountable. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they're based. You know, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Bring these people out into the public realm. Let us hold them to account yeah. in some sort of weekly arena. Yes. And let the question be put. Everything they do should be in a glass box in a public square. I think we all know who's getting murdered in the sequel to Thursday Murder. <laughs> it's a rob. <laughs> That's the other worst thing, is if someone's not playing, don't put them on for the last 10 minutes. Come on. All right, let me have let me have someone on the bed. Come on, don't have us on for ten minutes. Thomas Tuchel, get Tuchel on this podcast next time I come on. Get Tuchel. <laughs> but I've got something to say to him about habits. You know when you switch on Soccer Saturday or um, what's the terrible one you do, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Where's this going? You do one, don't you? I do a radio show called Rock and Roll Football every Saturday, two till five, and Absolute Radio. Yes. About habits in your team, and you switch on, and Chelsea three nil up. And you're like, oh, here we go. No, absolutely no way is he not got a gold or assist. No, I mean, no way statistically. And you look and it's like, oh my God, it's absolutely infuriating. Christensen got an assist. Where, where are you at with, uh, with the sequel to the book? Could we spice things up by saying if, if either of us finish above you in the league, then we get a level with you, Richard. I really want to kill someone and I'm not allowed in real life. Yes. If if one of us finishes above you, can we sort of pop up in the book and just, just like a, a drive-by or something? The second one is finished. So the second one is out on September the 16th. It's called The Man Who Died Twice. Matt, I know you're about to ask. 
Um, anyone who loved the first book will love this one. Everyone who survives the first book returns. But the third book, which I'm writing at the moment, certainly there's room for um, there's room certainly room for characters being named. There's certainly room for you know murders and stuff like that. And um, yeah, why, I mean, listen, let's talk during this because I'm I'm always looking for character names. Have you have you made any subs? Either you boys. I will be I will be making substitutions this week. Is the people I've got on the bench? I've got Robertson on the bench and he's injured. I've got Watkins on the bench and he's injured. Yeah, I think he's back. He's, I've just looked 75 percent. He's got not 75. <laughs> I just realized something. Uh oh, I think I've been really stupid. You know, when have you made substitutions already? No, I think I've, just, I think I've misunderstood a hyphen and thought it was a minus. So when it says shoulder injury, Gundogan, for instance, yeah. hyphen, 75% chance of playing. I thought that was minus 75% chance <laughs> Misunderstood that as like, is that a hyphen or is that a minus? A hyphen? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is no one mentioning this minus business? <laughs> oh, I'm thick. I'm painfully, cripplingly thick. So actually, 75% chance, there's a good chance they're going to play. Sorry, that was the whole point of my rant. I know, but I thought there was other <laughs> ways. Richard, you haven't uh, been with us for the whole podcast, so that perhaps the the uh, the import of this won't strike you. But the prize this week is you get to accompany Matt Ford to Go Ape uh, and stand underneath him as oh. he sort of travels around Go and Ape. Watch him defecate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You sort of hit the nail on the head there. What do you want? What do I want as a prize? Well, yeah, go on, call it. What can I? What can I offer you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, maybe like not not a little box, but a tub of celebrations. Ooh. Oh, the, the round one. Yeah. If you can guarantee me, you're going to reuse that tub. Of course, I will. I will get you a reusable gold tin of celebrations. Oh. A Cartier tin of celebrations. I'm going to have a bad week anyway, so it will be moot. I know I shouldn't say this as as the host of the show, but as a fellow participant in the league, fingers crossed. Imagine this time next year on Series 2 when all our three teams are in the Premier League and we're all talking about we've got Forest or Fulham players. I think, oddly now, you'd say that there's a good chance my team won't be in there, but of course things will change. That'd be perfect. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. We're going to be absolutely fine. I'm going to thrash Everton this week and I'm going to put Calvert-Lewin on the bench and I'm going to captain Patrick Bamford. You heard it here first. Well, I'll tell you now for, now for a fact that Calvert-Lewin is scoring a goal this weekend. Oh, don't do that. I'm so weak, Richard. Don't do that. He knows. Richard knows. He, he knows you can't facts. Know. He's telling you. Can't you can't know. You can't know. He's the fact guy. That's why he's pointless. He knows everything. Oh, I, can't, you. I can't pick a striker who I want to score against my team. I'll tell you what, though. If Calvert-Lewin does score, this is like the mystic. I believe Richard Osmond predicted that an incredibly prolific Premier League striker... Would score <laughs> against a team that conceded five. Oh, Richard, it's it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so Thanks. much for your time. And uh, in inverted commas, good luck. And I think you have uh, a minus seventy five percent chance of beating both of us in the league. <laughs> Cheers, Richard. Take care, mate. Bye. Don't forget, you can email the show. Hello, hello. hello? Just the one hello. Hello. Hello at cpfpl.com. You can tweet us at comediansfpl. You can get in touch with anything you like, but don't forget to tweet us your bench boosts, which is a photo of a boost on a bench. Uh, you could 
mock stuff up. We've had a few. Some of them are fantastic. The Forrest Gump one's very, very special. Um, but you can email us about anything you like. Now, Connor Daly got in touch on Friday um, saying that he's a Southampton fan and pointed out that Adam Armstrong signing for Southampton means they've now got Stuart Armstrong, Adam Armstrong, and Shea Adams. He put them all in his FPL team. <laughs> then on Sunday, he got back in touch after Southampton lost 3-1 to Everton. I've removed all three of my Southampton players as I remembered we were crap. Yeah, that that is the brutality of FPL, isn't it? The sort of You think you can have a bit of fun with it. You think you can be a fan of a club involved in it and play it. And then you just... That's where I was at Saturday afternoon. The knowledge that not only have I just had an awful afternoon as a football fan, but I'm going to be well down in the league. And everyone else is top of the league because they have benefited from the destruction of my own team. Just the highs and lows. But Connor has panicked. And I think sometimes that steady nerve will see you good in the end. I think panicking and just mm. transferring players out is the worst thing you can do. I totally agree. As a, as a rival of yours in the league, I think you should probably name the same starting team this week as last week. Can, can we get a confirmation now that you're going to do that? The thing is, this is all, you know, I've basically just been punished by the fact that the Kane situation's going on, which is basically a freak mm-hmm. accident. And once Kane starts playing and scoring, that league starts to look very, very different. Do you think he'll be playing this week? I thought he had a minus 75% chance of playing. It's <laughs> actually way better odds. I'm so... I mean, I wonder what else I'm getting wrong in this game. By the way, if you've ever misunderstood any of the rules, do let us know. Hello at cpfpl.com. Because I can't be the only one who's misunderstood what some of these things mean. It's worth pointing out as well, one of the best ways you can get involved as a listener is not just the email on the Twitter. You can join our listener league. Uh, the link is on the Twitter site at ComediansFPL. We now have uh, 1,500 people in the league, but you can still join. Um, we've got a team in there called Ken's Got Gout 11. Um, so, sh- surely. As we know, I've got gout. I talked about it a few times on Rock and Roll Football, and someone tweeted me, a quick bit of Coronation Street where Deirdre Barlow goes into the cabin and goes, Ken's got gout. <laughs> and we use that as like the goal noise. So like whenever we play, Ken's got gout, it means there's been a goal. So as a joke, at the end of last season, I had some T-shirts made with Ken Barlow's face on and the slogan, Ken's got gout. But obviously I just wear it around the house just for dossing about in. And like, I answered the door the other day and the postman was like, Ken's got gout. I was like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's just like, how do I explain? <laughs> Given what I know about your diet at the moment, I imagine your post, he wanted that door shut fairly quickly before his face melted. So I don't think you've got to worry about too many explanations. It's funny you say that, right? Because during, so I went 200 days without drinking, right? And in that time, highly restricted my diet. No meat, no alcohol, just basically eating homemade veg soup. Now that I'm hoping I've got the medication right, now that I'm allowed to just relax those restrictions on that diet, I have noticed an impact on my mm. parts of me <laughs> are just like mumbling away all day. It's like I've got a load of people in there. You know that bit in Scrooged where the ghost of Christmas future opens up his gown and there's just like loads of like demons in his ribcage? Yes. That's what my guts are like. They're all going... <laughs> like at night, it's like having a little pet. I'm like, oh, they're all in there just wobbling away. Um, so currently top of our listener league is is Ben Erridge. His team is called Come Dina With Me. He Genius. scored 126 points, so he'd be top of our league as well. He's, he's 22 points ahead of Russell Howard. And last week, the curse of Rico and Fordy, 
we gave a shout out to the team name Flying Without Mings, uh, Alexander Parker. He's second bottom of the whole league and, and only scored 20 points last week. So uh, sign up. Probably best we don't mention you. I'm in it and I am. Oh, it's so disappointing. So Comedians FPL, I'm 21st. Comedians FPL Fan League, 1,300. <laughs> I don't think I can handle that. That pain. I'm 1.6 millionth in England. I'm 5.5 millionth overall on the planet. I'm five and a half million people down. That's the population of Scotland. All better than me at FPL. (laughs) Obviously, Matt will be uh, carrying out his forfeit this week. He has to hand someone a signed (laughs) photo of himself saying, be lucky, produced from a bum bag. Uh, That will be up on your Twitter feed and presumably... Uh, the Comedians FPL Twitter feed but do keep emailing and tweeting with your suggestions for forfeits week by week and of course for the end of the season. So find out next week what happens. Leeds will be playing Everton. I will be there Um, I'm very much looking forward to it Um, and as well my wife is away with my daughter so I have carte blanche to drink before and I mean if the day doesn't end with me just throwing having a sort of catapult of vegan cheese into my face. Yeah, uh, also, nothing, if you nothing says the wife's away like vegan cheese. <laughs> oh, you should see me when she's away, mate. Vegan cheese. Uh, having discussed with Richard as well, his his uh, teams with only players with the letter A in short team names. If you've uh, have ever entered or have this year entered a novelty team, then get in touch with that as well. We'll discuss that and anything else next week on the feature. Hit the post. Good luck with all your teams in game week two. Join us next week where we'll be catching up with Richard Osman to see how his FPL team performed. We'll be discussing how the other comics fared in the Comedians League and we'll be joined by our next guest, Hemorrhoid Wednesday manager, Joe Wilkinson. Bye. Bye. Bye.